0: or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com, Tennessee. Sounds perfect. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. One of my favorite people I've ever met in the Bachelor franchise. I told Ashley this as soon as I got back um, from Las Vegas this year at the iHeartRadio Music Festival, Genevieve. And Genevieve is joining us today. On an in depth, to talk about everything going on, all the confusion. There's so many storylines, there's so much happening, and we're here to get it from the source. Genevieve, welcome.
0: Thank you. Oh, hello. Hello. We are so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. In
1: fact, we've pushed this back a week. I've changed travel schedules (laughs) just to talk to you. Ashley knows this behind the scenes. I was like, I want to talk to Genevieve. I I don't know how many more times in our life we'll run. Past each other. I enjoy you. I think you're awesome. You remind me a lot of Ashley, but I do just want to start with a story, Ashley, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Of course. So we're in Las Vegas. Bachelor in Paradise has not aired yet. Just getting ready right to. It. I think it's airing the next week. So Genevieve is there with us, and I have already uh, picked up on just how like great of a character she's going to be. Not because oh, yeah. she's a like, not because she's fake. Just because like Genevieve. In her real self is somebody that you're like, that's somebody I just want to watch. Like, I just want to see what their life looks like all the time because it's hilarious. (laughs) And so she's sitting there and she's like, I'm so nervous for paradise. I'm freaking out about paradise and all this stuff. And I'm like, you're going to be fine. And I was like, do you want me to text Wells and see what he thinks? And so I texted Wells. Wells responded with Genevieve is one of our favorite people on the beach this year. And she's going to get a lot of screen time. So that's why I shared with Genevieve. I said, Hey, You're going to be great. Like, you know, I don't know what went down that you feel so nervous about, but it seems like you're going to shine. Well, let's fast forward to this point in time. She didn't believe me. She thought I was crazy, thought I was absolutely speaking out of a place of not knowing anything. And I kind of was. I was just (laughs) guessing. Um, (laughs) But... She's beloved and she's one of the faces of paradise. In fact, this week I saw a stat from uh, one of our favorite Instagram followers, Bachelor Data. And Genevieve almost doubled everybody else in screen time this season.
2: Whoa. Like,
1: is that insane?
2: I saw that. That's like crazy. I know.
0: So, Genevieve, after all the nerves, do you think all the nerves were worth it? No. Okay, good. I, and don't, why is I that?
2: usually don't think like afterwards, I don't think the nurse are worth it, but it never stops me from feeling that way. Um, but no, I'm very happy. That's how it turned out.
0: Okay, that's awesome. So I feel like yeah. you probably got a lot of DMs and tweets about how relatable you are. Mm.
2: Yes, I have gotten a lot. And it's like, people are just like, you remind me of me. Like, mm. it's just you're so relatable because... like all my emotions are just so raw and real. And um, I think people can see that, which is nice.
1: Do you feel like, um, okay. So when you're in the moment of an emotional reaction to something, typically how are you feeling? Are you just like, this is what's in my head right now. This is how I think this situation can go. Is it a control thing? Like, do you want control of the situation? You feel like you're losing it? Like, When you're getting extra emotional, when you're reacting to something, what's going through your head?
2: I'm like sad. If I'm crying, I'm like really sad. If I'm mad, I won't be crying. Um, And so in those moments, I was just sad. I like, I just didn't know what to do. And I felt like I, there's nothing else I could do. And so, yeah, I just, are you talking about in the moments that like I tried to leave?
1: Yeah, they try to leave um, some of the arguments, obviously, that ended up leading to you trying to leave.
2: And I think just frustration, because I feel like, obviously, me and Aaron didn't communicate well. And so I felt like whatever I was saying, it wasn't being received or heard. So um, that just added to like the emotions.
1: Okay, so big question off the start then, because we walked into it here you, you fell in love with Aaron. Yeah. But you weren't communicating well. So one of the key pieces to falling in love with somebody is like having that rhythm and that they get you and they understand you and you get them and you understand them. But yet this is also one of the, the things that you said you didn't have is communication. So how do you fall in love with somebody you can't communicate with?
0: That's a good question. Um, I, can, I see. I I, I have. <laughs> I think you
2: can fall in love with the wrong. I think you can fall in love with the wrong person for sure. And I think that I, I just didn't fall in love with the right person for me.
0: Well, do you think it was love or lust? Looking back.
2: That's looking back. Um, I would say, I don't know. It's hard looking back to believe that I was in love. Mm-hmm. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Ashley, you just said you have you fall in love with somebody, and I and I'm, I'm I mean I have as well. I'm not saying it's like abnormal. I w- I was mostly wanting to know if as we process post show, you know how in the world do you look back and go how did this happen? You know, and then you meet mm-hmm. somebody that you communicate well with, and you're like how did that happen? Oh yeah, you know years ago, mm-hmm. right. So in your opinion, Ashley, how does it happen?
0: Um, I don't know. (laughs) But I know it's not long lasting and I know like it can't sustain.
2: I think I was falling in love before I started. Like I was falling in love before I kind of was realizing all the problems, I guess. So I feel like I was already falling in love and then all the problems started. Like I realized we weren't communicating well. And then I was already there. My feelings were already there. So I feel like that's what happened.
1: Makes sense. We've all been there. I think most people have, right? Yeah. Um, and in paradise, I'm sure it can happen a lot easier too, uh, because you are on a beach to meet somebody and you might, you know, you see these relationships flourishing around you and you want to be possibly like them like you're like they have happiness now i have happiness and we can walk off in the sunset together on this beautiful experience so it can happen right
2: right like and i just i went in with so much hope i just wanted to make it work i wanted Mm -hmm. to find my person and so
0: yeah for sure i don't
2: know where i was going with that
0: do you have any regrets like any specific moments that you wish you could redo a
2: lot um going back to the very beginning Um, I don't think I handled everything with Justin right at all. Um, I wish I could do that over. Um, And with Aaron, I, I wish I left the second time. Like looking back, I think that I needed to stay the first time to see more and like see it through. But then the second time there was a gut feeling and I should have listened to it.
0: Can you remind us what the second time was? Was that the the pain versus, um, what was yes. pa- pain versus itching? Yeah, but it's an itch, itch is, is a pain or an annoyance. What was it between? Um, itching and pain, itching and pain. Okay. Well, just letting you know that you are in a space in which all of us agree. It's an itch and it is not painful. Um, producer yeah. Easton said that it could be, um, m- It was like a low level, this is like a discomfort, but that's not a pain. Yeah.
1: Here is according to the Scientific (laughs) American Journal. Once thought to be a low level form of pain, itch is instead a distinct sensation with a dedicated neural circuit linking cells in periphery in the periphery of the body to the brain. A study of mice suggests. So According to uh, a recent article, itching is not pain. I'm sure you've heard that before. I'm sure you heard all the opinions. I just want to make it clear here that this podcast believes it is is not pain. It's a sensation.
0: Did Scientific American write that after the episode?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. This has been a conversation that's been going on for years now. This is (laughs) a hot topic in the scientific community.
0: Okay, but Genevieve, (laughs) you think that you should have left then. Why is that? I think the way that he spoke to me,
2: that was like, that was, yeah, I didn't like that. And I wasn't, I shouldn't have stood for, I, I should have left.
0: How would you explain the way he spoke to you?
2: Condescending? Condescending and, um, just like angry. Like he would, like he would yell at me, like raise his voice multiple times. Um, as he's telling me to not yell at him. And I'm like, I was usually pretty calm talking to him
0: so it was a conversation about pain versus itch and just as as silly as an argument as it sounds you were able to get enough like behavioral cues from it yes
2: yeah and I just I remember being like this isn't going to work and then he promised me it wouldn't happen again and so I was like hey well if it doesn't happen again maybe this can work and I wanted to give it a shot so
1: it's, an, it's interesting on this podcast we talked about what like wildly simple arguments have kind of set us off in our relationship mm-hmm. Ashley shared one and I was trying to think through one um my wife is just not an arguer like she doesn't like it and so like I can't argue with somebody that doesn't want to argue with me because she just is like a peacekeeper um but you know it For so many, they watched uh, that episode and they watched some of these arguments and even Wells said it on television. He's like, this is the dumbest uh, argument I've ever heard on Paradise. And, um, you know, people kind of like laugh, uh, maybe find some humor in it, maybe like go back home, like, can you believe that people were arguing about pain versus itch? But uh, can you take a second and explain just how, yeah, how serious Maybe not the context of the argument, but the the way the argument was handled, how serious that felt to you uh, during that time, uh, so that maybe the viewer can get an idea of, hey, this was a real thing for Genevieve during it.
2: Yeah. Um, so everyone thought, well, it was just the audio because we the camera wasn't on us. We were getting mic, and I had told Aaron I felt impatient and. Um, it was like a long day. We had been separated from the guys while Rachel and Gabby were there. Um, And so I just like wanted to spend time with him. So anyways, I said, I feel impatient. And he said, well, you know, stress and impatience is the same thing. And I said, no, it's not. It's different. And then he said, no, it's like itching and pain and the same thing. And I said, no, it's not. And he said, and then that's when he like yelled at me. Like, Mm. it's the same thing. Look it up. And I just, I was like, well, first of all, I can't look it up. I don't have a phone, but I had Todd look it up. That's for sure. And I was right. (laughs) Um, but I was just like, I can't believe something this little, I was just telling him, I was holding him as I was telling him, like saying, I feel impatient. I wasn't acting annoyed Mm. at him. I was just bringing my feelings to him and that's what it turned to. Mm -hmm. I, I, I actually couldn't believe it. And then, the way it ended. He said, "No, nope, you're good. Have a good night. And I'm that's just it, I don't like I'm I'm putting myself back there and I'm getting like frustrated again. But it's just like I was trying to bring my feelings to you. All I needed was like a hug. I don't know. I didn't need a you to compare pain and itching and then like <laughs> yell at me about it.
1: Mansplain it. You didn't need anybody to mansplain what you were feeling and thinking. You just needed somebody to hear you.
2: And yeah. And Aaron always thought he knew what was in my head. Every time I said, you don't know what I'm thinking. He said, he would say, yes, I do know what you're thinking. How would you know that? Hmm. So I was just like, I won't let someone talk to me like this um, over something so silly. And I was just trying to bring my emotions to him and this is how it was handled. So yeah, it just, it it is a silly fight, pain and itching, but it's how, the like how it happened and how it went, I guess. Yeah. Like how, I don't know. I don't know.
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at TWC.health slash FAMOUS. Well, it sounds like he definitely dismissed you at times like this, but you also had a tendency to, like, pack your bags real quick. Are you somebody that, that normally uh, tries to flee during fights or when it gets hard? So in the,
2: in real life, I mean, I would that's the thing in when I tried to leave in real life, that's, that would be me actually like leaving a relationship. Like I wouldn't continue with that person. Um, and I got convinced convinced to stay. So I mean, like it kind of is how I am in real life.
1: You're just saying you're not usually convinced to stay, but if this is real life, this would have been you leaving a relationship and not coming back to it. Um, and I think that's, a. I mean, a, I get what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. But again, it, it we have to ask the question of what about those unique scenarios where were making you go, no, I need to leave. Uh, we we obviously didn't get to see all this. I can't remember uh, if we got to see you saying, hey, I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling impatient right now. I don't think I we got to that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw, oh, we saw that, that. We did. Yeah. Okay. That would bring a lot of context to where this argument spurred from. But were you really wanting to leave these relationships? Were you really wanting Aaron to come after you?
2: I truly wanted to leave. Um, in those moments, it was the way he spoke to me and how he was handling me bringing my emotions to him. The first time was when we were on the daybed and I said, like I had been asking him all day to go in the pool and then he looks at, he says he's going to work out and then later he looks at Johnny and says, goes in pool. And mm. so I was, like, So I was just like, I'm not going to lie and say nothing's wrong. So I was like, I have been trying to hang out with you, spend time with you. I wanted to tell him I was falling in love with him. So I felt I was falling in love with him before the first argument. Um, And that's why I think it was so tough. Um, And so he just, he told me I was gaslighting him, which just, I mean, I've never even been told I was gaslighting anyone. Um, And I still do not believe I was because I was talking pretty calmly and, um, he just, the way he walked away from it. And then I went to give him space and I came back down to try and talk. And he said, oh, so it's on your time now. And then he, he was just talking like condescending, like it, I didn't like it. And so that was the first time. And then the second was the itching and pain that we talked about. So it, I think it just really is rooted in how he spoke to me and how he dealt with me bringing my emotions to him in a calm manner.
0: Well, I feel like we can really analyze this further but we do need to move on to the breakup and then the present day so your breakup was actually
1: can i yeah. barge in here for yeah, a second yeah. i just want to know before you, and you get there there was obviously times in between that we didn't get to see that brought you two together i want to give sign like i want to give the right time for how significant this relationship really was you were falling in love with him so what were we not seeing on television that w- that was bringing you two together that w- were making you two feel like hey this is something that I want to see through and I want to make work.
2: Honestly, I think like in that situation you're just I mean you like it's a different world. You're just on the beach with your friends and this one person that you're trying to get to know. And like I he was very affectionate for me at least he was very affectionate and that is my love language and I really like that. So I think like, uh, I don't know if that's bad, but he was very affectionate and I felt like that was like bringing us closer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We never really had serious conversations. Um, so I don't know, looking back and thinking back, I think I should have picked up on some flags, honestly.
0: Yeah. For it, sure. It sounds like a relationship that I can relate to. I feel like when there's like an extreme attraction and then there is somebody meeting your love language, which is physical, you know, touch, you can fall in love without really having the communication there.
2: That's what, that's what like, he was so affectionate. Like he was always like hugging me, kissing me. And that's what I love. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's, I think what made me fall in love with him. We didn't like, it wasn't. Like, we had serious talks. We never once talked about, like, life after um, or anything like that. But it makes sense now. Like, it just, yeah, it didn't make sense then, but it does now.
0: Your actual breakup was truly bizarre because he sits you down. In what we saw on TV, you don't have any, you don't say anything. And he says something along the lines of, you look beautiful today. I don't think this is going to work out between us. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. Goodbye. W- were you really silent? I was silent. I was so blindsided.
2: I, I, I'm i rarely at a loss for words. Rarely. And I was at a loss for words. Like, I didn't even know what to say. Um, because, mainly because I tried to leave twice. And he came after me. Yeah. And... Like, promised me it would change. The night before, he gave me a rose. He said, I see potential. I know I'm hard to deal with. And I love you. Like, will you accept this rose? So the next day, I wasn't expecting him to break up with me. So I was like, whoa. And I I didn't know what to say. So I was silent.
0: Until one of the girls convinced you to go back down there and face him and actually say what was on your mind.
2: Yes. Um, and then I marched back down there and he said oh so i should give you the time now um yes because we were in a relationship and i think i have the right to like give my side of the st- not my side of the story but like say how i feel because i was so blindsided when he had originally told me um and he just kept saying he's at peace with it i don't it it wasn't a good wasn't a good end to a relationship that's for sure but i felt like he was trying to put all the blame on me and not take accountability for anything he did. um and just say it was cuz you left it was cuz you left and I need something that's going to stick around. So
1: tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, and I don't know Aaron at all. Never met the guy. But that moment felt very um calculated. Like it had been in the works that it hadn't it didn't have a great excuse because typically when you're in a relationship and you have an argument and you can talk it out and you get back together. Um, you move on and you learn from, Hey, I don't want you yelling at me anymore. And that's now understood. And so you're like, okay, next step, right? We're going to keep trying to make this thing work. But then all of a sudden on the beach that evening, things just ended out of nowhere. Like it was preplanned.
2: I absolutely think that he had to leave the beach single. Um, and he had no plans of leaving in a relationship. I definitely not engaged.
0: Well, let's get so into I,
2: our- <laughs> I mean, it had to have been. Yeah, it had to have been. Because if you look at the timeline, it doesn't make sense to get me, convince me to stay two times when you could have let me go days before. Um, you could have not given me the rose. Uh, and then it just, it doesn't make sense.
0: So why do you feel like he needed to leave the beach single?
2: Um, well, obviously there's all the rumors. Um, I don't even know if I want to say rumor because I think it's pretty, uh, transparent of it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, that Aaron had a girlfriend before leaving for paradise, um, and not only one, but two and one of them wouldn't like wouldn't stay with him while he went on paradise. And the other one in the messages was saying, she's going to talk to him when he gets back about the situation. Mm -hmm. And so she was dating him and expecting him to come back to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is why it makes so much sense. Why he had to break up with me at the end.
0: So do you feel like he knew the entire time that he was going to date somebody there, stay in paradise as long as he possibly could, and then break up with that person AKU you in this case at the very last minute.
2: Yes. And I, that's, I didn't understand like after paradise, I'm so happy this stuff came out because I have clarity now because mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand how that happened, how he could just get me to stay, say he loves me. And the next day do that. It, it something was off. And I found out what was off. He like, he had someone else. So, um, I'm happy. I'm like kind of happy I found that out because it just, it, it makes sense. Yeah. It helps. It makes sense.
1: (laughs) Well, do you know, like when we say relationship, because when I went on winter games, I was dating, like I was out and going on dates up until the show. I was single. So were these like dating relationships? Were these like acquaintances that maybe you've seen once or twice? Or were these like committed? I'm in this thing. We've had the conversation relationships.
2: Yeah, no. Um, and like another thing, um, they were in, they were vacationing somewhere like last year. So the girl that he's still with. So they have been like, like boyfriend, girlfriend. And I actually talked to um, the girl that isn't with him anymore. Um, she's so sweet. And it's kind of crazy hearing her stories. Basically, what was in um, the post by Reality Steve was that both girls found out that he was telling the same thing to both of them, that the other was a friend and not to worry about it. Um, And they found out because they messaged each other other on Instagram and they um, compared timelines and it all overlapped. So he was like somehow in a relationship with these two people. Um, up until Paradise.
0: So one seemed to it be a girlfriend exhausting. that was like through and through from like September to Paradise. And then there was one that was a little bit more on again, off again. The one that was full on. She did say in the uh, back and forth DMs that Reality Steve posted that she wasn't looking for something serious, which was interesting. Um, but so, and so that's why she said it was okay for him to go to paradise. Aaron was recently seen at this girl, his presumed girlfriend's birthday with Jacob and Logan. Have -hmm. you talked to either Jacob or Logan or heard from anybody who's been around this girl from the
2: franchise? Um, no, I have not. I haven't talked the only person I like have talked to is um the other girl that is not with him anymore mm-hmm. and didn't reach out to Logan or Jacob because I, I didn't we weren't we weren't together after um it more just was helping me gain clarity to what the f- happened on this season to be honest um, so yeah I didn't reach out to Jacob or Logan I really don't like care to know about her
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah I know that when you, when I saw you a couple months ago, I think the show is just starting to air. And I said, Have you talked to Aaron at least? Because almost all of Bachelor in Paradise couples talk after the show just to like kind of get a better he said, she said version of their story because there's so many people in our ears. And when you said you hadn't heard from him at all since he left that beach, I was astonished. And now I'm sure that's another thing that you have so much more clarity on.
2: Exactly. You said it perfectly. It makes so much sense looking back. That was so strange to me because we were like friends before or Mm -hmm. friends. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, it was so shocking to me that he didn't reach out once, not once. And again, now it makes sense. Like I just knew something was off. I knew there was a piece missing that I, I didn't know. And, um,
1: I found it out. When did you find out?
2: Um, when reality, Steve messaged me saying, hi, just wondering if you knew that Aaron had a girlfriend like back home. And I said, absolutely not. And he said, he's going to put out a post the next day. So the next day I looked at the
0: post and I was like, that's when I found out reality. Steve was going to put out a post. Now, unfortunately (laughs) this came out after the reunion show was filmed. So you weren't able to confront him on the show.
2: Yeah, that's, um, I wish I could have, so I wouldn't have to like, I would love to hear what he has to say about it. Honestly. Um, But I wish, I do wish that I could have confronted him and just asked and maybe just gotten a little more clarity for why, uh, like why he would do that to someone. You didn't have to tell me, like he didn't have to tell me he loves me.
0: Yeah. He
2: didn't have to take it that far. Right. Um, so yeah, it sucks. It came out like a few days after, but it's okay.
1: Your paradise experience, Genevieve, um, here. has had twists and turns uh yes and since from the very beginning to now and you're learning things after the show is over uh we only have a few more minutes with you here i know um but i'd love to hear what life looks like now it's been a few uh months now since you've been back from the beach uh obviously you're not feeling great um so thank you for coming on even with a little oh, yeah flu. Of um but how is life now? How are you processing everything and, and how are you going to move forward?
2: So like the show just, you know, the show just finished airing. This is the first week that it's not airing since it started. So honestly, while it was airing, I was just a nervous. Like I just was always anxious and nervous. So I like, I didn't really do much. Like I got, I moved in with Rachel. Um, like we've been setting up our apartment and all that. Um, but I don't really know. I've just been trying to heal, I guess, from all of that and get back to like my normal life, or at least try to.
1: You are living with Rachel, uh, the former mm-hmm. bachelorette or the current bachelorette, um, you know, because her season is
0: still raining.
1: Raining <laughs> bachelor. I don't know what you'd say. Uh, where are <laughs> you living? What city did you two choose?
2: We're in West Hollywood.
1: You're in West Hollywood together. How's that going so far? Are you guys getting it's along? Amazing.
2: Oh okay. my gosh. I love her. Like I love her. We get along so well. Great. Um, yeah. She's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I can't imagine the single adventures you two are having. It's probably, mm-hmm. um, it's probably fun that you're in the same boat.
2: Yeah, it is. It's nice that we are in the same boat. Um, but it's funny. We really just like having wine on our couch. Yeah. That's like our thing. We don't go out much, but it's nice to have her it was nice to have her through all that.
0: Thank you so much for, you know, opening your heart and being so vulnerable with us. We are going to do another episode with you and it's going to be a little bit more fun and lighthearted. It's going to be about the holidays. So audience, if you just want some, some fun, uh, stay tuned for that. But until then, we'd like you to follow along with our sign off If that. Is that good? Yes. All right.
1: I've been Ashley. I've been Ben.
2: I've been Jen. Yeah. Perfect.
1: So cute. You did great. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Bye.
0: <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast We're two money experts... Rachel Cruz and George Camel talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture and how to afford it all with nineties, nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in. Of course.
0: Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this to check it out. You can search smart money, happy hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at duracell.com powersafely power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. So if you've been looking for love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter.